0: So we are going to pause the March Madness talk just to give you a glimpse of what's going on in pro days for some of our favorite ACC talent. We're going to talk about Kenny Pickett and the fact that he's one of the top quarterbacks in this draft, but is that a good thing? I'm not sure this draft class of quarterbacks is anything that jumps off the page. We'll love to get A.J. Black of Boston College's thoughts here. We'll have it next. (laughs) What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked on ACC. I'm your host, Candace Cooper, and on Wednesdays, we get the talented A.J. Black to join us and talk about all things ACC, a little bit of Boston College, a little bit of everything in between, but more importantly, we have some great conversations, so I'm super excited about that. We appreciate you making us your first listen each and every day. I host Locked on ACC while A.J. hosts Locked on Boston College. A.J., how you feeling? How you feeling about that Matt Ryan trade? <laughs>
1: um, I'm happy for him, first okay. of all. Um, no offense to any of uh if we have any George Tech listeners or people from the Atlanta area. Um I watched, you know, he had his time there, but he, you know, how many years did he have? Bad defenses, bad offensive line, no weapons, bad coaching. Now he gets to go from that, he goes from you know, the jalopy to the penthouse, as I said on my podcast. (laughs) You go, you're going from not like you know, you just lost Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley's gone, um, to Jonathan Taylor, the best running back in the in the nation, probably arguably mm-hmm. a good offensive line, so he's not going to get killed again. You have a good defense and a good coach. Yeah. So, I mean, what gets better than that? You're going from a team that was looking to rebuild to a team that could contend in the AFC. It's a, that's a great deal for Matt Ryan. I'm excited for him.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. And let's not forget the fact that his own team had the dangling carrot of Deshaun Watson in his face. Like we could get better than you, but we're going to see if we can, but like, come on, damage would absolutely be done in my eyes. If you're even considering someone else with all I've done for you.
1: Right, exactly. Um, And, you know, the AFC, I think is going to be a heck of a, a conference this year, you know, you yeah. got, you got some real talent in there, and I mean, you look at the Chargers; they just rebuilt. They added, you know, JC Jackson, and some mm-hmm. they had some beef on that defense to go with Justin Herbert. You have Russell Wilson joint, you know, going to NC State. We can talk a- ACC here. Yeah, uh, going to the Denver Broncos. I mean, it's it's a it's a heck of a conference.
0: A hundred percent. Meanwhile, my NFC East and the, and the Giants haven't gotten any better. And I'm just like, why? Why? Why do we even bother at this point? But we could talk NFL all day long. But we are talking about football today. As I mentioned, we had some pro days that are, have happened and that are some that are coming up. But want to focus on this one about Kenny Pickett. We're going to talk a little bit about Malik Willis. I would love to get your thoughts because right out the gate the hottest topic conversation that they were having was about Kenny Pickett's hands. And apparently they grew grew. (laughs) at at his pro day. And that seemed to be the, you know, the button thing, but you saw some of the uh, teams that are desperate for a quarterback, maybe the Pittsburgh Steelers, maybe Carolina Panthers and others of the like. And to me, you know, watching Kenny Pickett, he's had a great senior. He's been afforded the opportunity to have that COVID year and really kind of put a name for himself. Being ACC champions definitely helps put your stock up. But is Kenny Pickett the guy? I'm just not – I don't know that I'm convinced, AJ. What about you?
1: I'm kind of there too. I mean, as I've kind of watched and and look at what's coming next year, I have to wonder if the quarterback position is going to slide in the draft. Mm-hmm. Like, are teams going to see, like, all this good – off? you know, this – really a lot of good offensive linemen, defensive linemen, and some good wide receivers in this class. Yes. It, it, are some of these teams that are looking to rebuild going to go, you know, hey – you know, the giants, for instance, right. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's go with, um, you know, Evan Neal out of Alabama, if he's available and, and get right. an offensive lineman or, or are they going to really reach for Malik Willis? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, teams that I thought would fall kind of in that area of where Willis or Pickett could go are, are, are reloading. Like the Broncos were a perfect team. I thought Pickett might end up at, you know, lower in the first round, and they just picked up Russell Wilson. They're not going to get a quarterback. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. And so in the Browns, they're they're set now. You know, you got all these teams that are are locked in with quarterbacks. Uh, you know, I'm not sold on any of these guys this year. And they're gonna ha- they're all gonna have to prove it. I know people. It's really funny. So I have a uh, my my Monday show on Lockdown On Boston College is uh, Mondays mm-hmm. with Mitch, and Mitch is Mitch is Mitch Wolf. He does a whole bunch of scouting stuff. He's trying to. Get his career started as a uh, rec- uh in the college football world, mm-hmm. and he was telling me. Uh, I showed him the the. I'm sure you saw it. The clip of Malik Willis's pro day, yeah, uh, where he bombed a 75 yard pass, and he's like, right. "Oh, that's great. Where were the defenders? Where were mm-hmm. the cornerbacks? That's great. Any quarterback can do that." Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, uh, but everyone's losing their mind over that. But like, you have to step back and you look at the three guys. You look at Howell. You look at Willis, and you look. I mean, even you can add Coral from will Miss right are any of those guys that can't misses like Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence were last year yeah, I don't think so.
0: Yeah, none, none of them that, you know, some of the draft, you know, websites that I've looked at are reaching in the 90s, right? Maybe like 89.9. But yep. you talk about Matt Corral, you talk about Kenny Pigas, Sam Howell, you also have Desmond Ritter in there. Yep. Malik Willis, I think the flash of it all is because he's Liberty, and you're like, oh, quietness is kept, you know, Liberty is bringing on this really good guy. But even when we go in our ACC, our own backyard, Pitt had a dicey year. Like they struggled against teams that they absolutely should have beaten. It wasn't, I'm not going to say none of it was solely on Kenny Pickett because, you know, Pittsburgh's defense definitely wasn't what it's used to being. But at the same time, he threw some balls that I was like, yikes, want that one back. I know you want that one back, even with Sam Howell. And now I just find myself being like, yeah, why don't you just take a guy who can learn, go to a team where you can learn a little bit, and then maybe become the man? But I don't see any of these guys being the man right away.
1: Right. And, you look at the team, and you look at the class com- that's coming up behind him. If Bryce yeah. Young goes pro, if DJ Uyagale like dumps up, he could go pro. Right. You know, there's there's, there's some, ta- you know, um, Stroud at, at at Ohio State. You got some mm-hmm. real talent coming up, and so a team that may really want you know, a a marquee quarterback, that franchise quarterback that they know they're going to stink this next year. Like the, I don't know if the Jets jets have Kyle Wilson, and I'm sure they're not giving up on him yet, but you know, a team that really doesn't have anything right now. Giants, baby. Uh, sorry. Um, but like, but you know, do they wait another? Do they just stockpile on on assets right now and get like linemen, defensive linemen and try to get that good quarterback next year? I, yeah, I don't know. If I was rebuilding, I'd probably just wait a year at this point.
0: Yeah, and then a lot of people we know. When I was listening to interviews from Kenny Pickett, beyond just the hand conversation, he was you know talking about the adversity that he's dealt with being at Pitt and just overcoming all of that. But why he feels like he is a really good quarterback and can win right now because of his arm strength that he felt like he showed during his pro day. And even then I sit there and say, okay, and you know, you're more of an expert in this than I am, but arm strength is cool. But what can you do when everybody's coming out to get you? Like, are you one of those guys that can run? And when, when everything breaks down, can you find a play to make it work? Kenny Like, it's cool, but I don't know that he's the guy that I'm like, hell yeah. I depend on him. Anytime any scrambling happens, Kenny Pickett's my guy.
1: Right. And how is he going to look? You know, he's been doing this against ACC and college defenders, and right. How is he going to look when he has NFL teams chasing after him? Khalil I mean, Mack, <laughs> <Yeah>. exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, the Are huge. You chased one. by Joey Bosa or, or exactly. whatever, you know, or you know Sam, um not Sam Darnold. What? <laughs> whatever.
0: Aaron Darnold. <laughs> Donald, Aaron, Donald, my friend, I all of those, today. all those. No, it's all good, but you Aaron know, I, yeah, I think you the know person, what I mean, like,
1: yeah, pit on pit violence, but um, <laughs> but you know what I mean, like that kind of stuff. That, that I, you always have to kind of account for that and yeah. how these guys are going to adjust when they get to that next level. And it's hard, it's hard to gauge these guys that mm-hmm. just you, you, they're all kind of crapshoots at this point, and yeah. there's no like surefire answer. And I think teams are going to probably recognize that.
0: And I think that one of the teams that is drinking the most juice is the Carolina Panthers, who to me, if they draft, like personally, I'm just going to sit here and say, if you draft a Kenny Pickett, you're not really paying attention. Like that, like to have a Kenny Pickett and Sam Darnold competing over each other. Like it's not really something where I can say, okay, this is a, winnable season like you're going to have a plus you know season going into 2022 I don't feel confident in that like I don't feel like this offense is going to do the things necessary to win games it's going to be a quick three and out for you your buddy Matt Rule and yet they're the ones over here chumming it up looking at his hands getting all excited and I'm like oh you're drinking the juice you're drinking the wrong kool-aid big dog I'm like what Narduzzi's telling y'all but I don't don't think it's it I don't think it's it yeah just my personal opinion Right there with the so. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have to really play closer attention as we get to some of these draft boards. And I know you guys listen to the Locked On NFL Draft pod- Podcast, but if not just for the quarterbacks, we know that we have some really talented linemen coming out of the ACC, and we want to make sure we touch on that. But first, we know you guys are getting ready for Thursday and Friday matchups here for March Madness, and you can do so with our team at Stat Hero. It gives you the advantage, resulting in some really Good games. I love and hate the buzzer beaters, but I really appreciate the drama. Stat Heroes NCAA single game pickems pits the star players against each other—an amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. Stat Hero is the easiest way to get your sports action fixed. The simple, sleek gameplay will have you playing in minutes. This is what daily fantasy was meant to be. Sign up for free right now at stathero.com/slash locked on using that same promo L O C K E D O N for a one. deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on using promo code locked on. If you had a chance to look at the Stat Hero interview that I did with their CEO, it was a great time. And he makes sure that he gets you right and ready for that bad boy. Beyond just that hero, though, we know that you love to snack during March Madness. That's why you've enjoyed some of these Built Bar treats and even including puffs. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy and they're not just a protein bar. They're an actual treat covered in 100% real chocolate, low-calorie, high-protein, something you can replace your candy bars with mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and the new. For this month, you can try all of the available flavors just by going to Built.com seeing what they have. Go to build.com, use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. Again, LOCK15 for 15% off at build.com. So we're rocking and rolling here with A.J. Black of Locked On Boston College. And of course, we are talking NFL draft and the road to it and some of our you know not so stellar quarterbacks, but some really good alignment. And we know for you personally talking about Zion Johnson, I'm sure it's a nauseam, but why do you feel like Zion is going to be one, an immediate impact on some of these teams that he is looking forward to being drafted by?
1: I mean, his versatility is off the charts, you know, for a guy that Moves the way he does. He's a little undersized to be a tackle, but he has the experience at Boston college playing tackle. He did it over two seasons Mm -hmm. uh, filling in for different injuries. Uh, He could play both guards. So a team like, I I mean, I'm a new England guy and I automatically look at the Patriots and they have a open spot right now at guard because they just traded Shaq Mason. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's right around that spot. So, I mean, a, a guy like Bill Belichick, he always talks about, you know the need for versatility in the players that they can do multiple different things. Yeah. Getting yeah. a guy like Johnson that he can move all the way around on that line would be a real talent, a real, ta- a real um, asset at that spot. So, uh, you know, there's he's he's ta- he's super talented. Uh, there's you know, a, uh, you know the dude from NC State, Evan Neal. Uh, there's uh, there's a couple other you know offensive linemen, mostly tackles that are more talented than him. But he brings a skill set that will immediately make him an impact player and immediately give you know fill in and be a serviceable NFL cor- uh, offensive lineman right off the bat.
0: Yeah, and do you think that he is just as good, or maybe needs a little bit more work than people like Iki Kwanu? Who like do you think that Iki is ready made? whatever team gets him is automatically
1: going to get better. I mean, I think both of those guys are the are the cream of the cl- of the class. There's like, there's the elite guards and that's Icky and Zion. And then there's the step below them. And those are the guys that are going to need a little bit more seasoning.
0: Mm-hmm. I think
1: both of those, I, I, I think both of those ACC guards are, 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 are ready to go. And, you know, I'm not sure what Icky's um, versatility is in terms of up and down the line, but he, he's shown that he, I mean, I've seen Mark drafts where he goes first. Mm-hmm. I don't think he will, but he's that good. And Zion, um, you know, has had all those great workouts with the Senior Bowl and the and the um, combine, and I'm sure they have pro day at BC on Friday, so I'm sure he'll wow people again. You know, he'll he'll be probably more of a mid first round pick, but right off the bat, those those will be your top two guards in the NFL draft, and right off the bat, both of those guys, you'll hear them on on those uh, lineup announcements when NFL returns in September.
0: There we go. And hopefully, you know, have Bill Belichick or one of his scouts out there during Boston college's pro day on Friday. Cause I'm pretty sure they love to look in their backyard.
1: Oh also- yeah. They were, um, sorry. Yeah. So a total ahead. side note, they were yeah. actually at BC, but okay, not pro day, but Gerard Mayo and Steve Belichick, who you've probably seen on TV with the mullet, <laughs> uh, they were, they were observing practice and Halfley talked about how this is the first time they've actually had the Patriots at practice because of all the COVID stuff.
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: And that his goal with the team is to get them back on campus more often. So there we go. You know, that might be another thing that we, you know, up in Chestnut Hill. That's a, you know, something good that they can kind of build with that hasn't been there before.
0: For sure. And I know we've talked about quarterbacks, but, you know, the ones that are coming back next season, Devin Leary and Phil Dracovic, who are going to lose an Icky and who are going to lose a Zion Johnson. It'll be very interesting to see how they progress or maybe regress or how the offensive lines adjust to those guys not being on their squads, because we've talked a big game about the Atlantic. And I know that Boston College and NC State are both due for a really big season.
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, it's for, for BC, I can, I can speak from experience there. Their, their biggest question heading next year, isn't their defense. It's they Mm -hmm. lost four players on their offensive line and that, that is a bit worrisome. (laughs) I mean, Zion is great. And Alec Lindstrom was really good, but Mm -hmm. I think they return a guy, Christian Mahogany, who's going to be really, really good. And they're, they're going to have some question marks next to him. And I'm not sure how that's going to go. And that could be a big factor in Boston college. And anytime you like Icky, if you anytime you lose an elite player like that, it's an adjustment. And yeah. it's all going to be on Dave Doran on how he's recruited that position and, and developed guys to be ready for that spot. And if yeah. he's got a guy ready to go, you know, that, that I'm, I'm telling you, NC State, Devin Leary is going to be a name that everyone's going to be talking about next year
0: a thousand percent hopefully it'll be more positive than i feel like kenny pickett is getting but that's just me again like i said i would also love to talk about some of the linemen on the defensive side jermaine johnson has been one that has been through the roof in the conversations the florida state had florida state players had great talks about his combine visit and just how he's jumped off the page and really made himself some money every time some of the scouts have seen him and just to me the defensive line is one of the better position groups of this draft like it's going to be very unique to see how teams evaluate and ultimately end up picking some of these guys can you talk a little bit about johnson and kind of how you feel like he'll fall with so so many good uh, stars
1: yeah you look at the first round and and especially the defensive line and you've got you you've got some very good talent. as i said uh, to kick off the show you got some really talented defensive linemen aiden hutchinson out of michigan yeah uh, Thibodeau from oregon but then you look at like you have what seven guys from georgia It seems like (laughs) that are all going to be first or second round picks. And then in the middle of all that, you have Jermaine Johnson. And (laughs) I, I, I mean, I saw him play and he, you know, of any, any AC, obviously he was defensive player of the year Mm -hmm. and he deserved it. I mean, what a, what a talent Florida state kind of got out of the transfer portal last year. And he probably would have just, you know, blended into Georgia, but he got to be that guy on campus. I will. I mean, BC and Florida state, when I watched them play, it was, you know, it was a back and forth game, but then Jermaine Johnson just took the game over Mm -hmm. and he has that ability that I think NFL teams are going to look at and go, man, you know, we need a good edge rusher. This is the guy to go for. And he, you know, I think there'll probably be three, you know, the two guys, one of the guys from Georgia and the, you know, kid from Oregon and and Hutchinson Mm -hmm. will probably go in front of him, but he's going to be a mid first round pick and he's going to be, I think he's going to be an exciting player in the NFL
0: giants if you're listening no i'm just kidding but like actually (laughs) (laughs) but i do agree and i also just think sometimes guys just need a new home to flourish you are so so right in saying when he was at georgia he would have been lost in that sauce like yeah he would have won a national championship but would he be this much talked about when it came to draft prospects like you gotta you gotta pick and choose what you want and honestly at this point in the stage of the game we know it's all about that dollar sign so however high you can go up in this draft i think is going to be so important i would say one position group that i feel like i've seen no, uh, ACC people at the top of the list would definitely be the wide receivers group. I know I'm jumping here, but want to get your thoughts before I give a wrap up of the show. I was looking at listen, I'm like, wow, like JaQuerry Roberson, no, like we're we not feeling it. Wide receivers didn't really get that much love here in the ACC.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's all all the talk is you know the kids the kids from other conferences, right? You mm-hmm. got all the guys, Chris Olave garrett wilson from ohio state you have jameson williams who will uh Mm -hmm. from alabama george george pickens from georgia but no acc discussion yeah yeah and you know that's where you're gonna get value picks though you know what i mean that's like a guy like roberson is gonna be a perfect value pick for some team and you know maybe a late round flyer or a third or fourth round pick and you know you get a guy that can do a lot and i think that'll you know he'll he'll find his spot but that, you know, they I, he's good, but he didn't do a lot to, like, open a ton of eyes yet. I think mm-hmm. that will happen when he gets up to the league.
0: Absolutely. Guys like him and then, you know, Charleston Rambo out of Miami and maybe Mike Harley out of Miami as well. Definitely did an interview. You guys haven't seen that one. But it's just to me, as much as we talk about, you know, uh, ACC quarterbacks and, and not, like they got to throw to somebody like I would love to know <laughs> who people actually have on their list, maybe going into this season. But before I get AJ out of here, I'm going to ask him a couple more questions just about how exciting it is to see some of the top ACC prospects heading into the NFL draft but as you all know with the ever increasing numbers of makes and models it is now impossible for your local chain auto parts stores to sell all the parts you need wire and door often pointless are seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket save time and money when using rock auto they have everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil and even new carpet. Go explore the easy to use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Please visit rockauto.com. So we're wrapping up the show here. And of course, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask AJ just for, you know, to all intents and purposes, how excited are you about this NFL draft? Does it feel kind of lackluster? Like I think in years past, we've been so excited to see where some people land. And this year it's kind of like, maybe because the quarterbacks are at the top of the conversation it's kind of like, eh, we'll see how it goes.
1: Yeah. I I think you're right. Like, you, you know, last year it was you know all those quarterbacks. It was Justin Fields, Trey, mm-hmm. Trey Lance, Trevor Lawrence. You wanted to see where are they all, all Mac Jones. You wanted to see where all the dominoes fell on that, and that was that was really exciting. Mm-hmm. This year, I don't know. There's something about defensive ends, especially defensive ends that aren't like, you know, you had Nick Nacovic Sue a couple of years, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: not a couple, like a decade ago, and, <laughs> and when you get like a guy like that near the top. Yeah. It's exciting. You you want to yeah. see Luke Lee where they go, but these guys are they're like they're good but they're like not super exciting and Mm -hmm. all the play all the quarterbacks are good but they're not super exciting so like it kind of all kind of just flutters down into the into your uh, your overview of how you're viewing that draft and so i get excited for any draft i'm a nerd i'll I'll sit there and watch it (laughs) i'll have my my two kids pulling on me i'm like hey i want to see the chargers draft um (laughs) in the fourth round you know um but I think for the average fan, it's probably not going to be the most exciting draft. I think yeah. that'll probably be next year
0: for sure. And then as a Patriots fan, you know they're they're more the lay low type. And have you seen some of the small pieces that they made in free agency? Are you still um, excited about what they could potentially do going into the season?
1: Nope, <laughs> they haven't done anything. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah they have they've been sitting on their hands for for a while and i was hoping they would do something in terms of like grabbing a wide receiver or mm-hmm. uh no they just let a lot of their guys leave and then yeah. didn't. didn't you know they let jc jackson who's the best quarterback in the AFC, leave and had done much so I'm expecting a a real, I'm not unless Mac Jones takes a huge step forward and they get him a wide receiver. I'm expecting given the talent, the AFC has put together this year for them to take a step back.
0: Ooh, that is going to be tough for sure. And before we get out of here, of course it's March madness. Do you have a team that you're suddenly not rooting for? We have three teams in ACC, but you could be rooting for somebody completely
1: different. Um, rooting. I mean, I have, I have my, I have my bracket. So I'm going to, okay. How's your
0: bracket looking?
1: Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm you know when I watched Kentucky and Baylor lose I was like oh boy yeah
0: yeah just happy to Um, be here
1: (laughs) I liked I liked watching UNC play well uh, that game was uh, I'm sure you talked about it a bit I was watching that at a restaurant with my family and I was like oh I'm talking to my father and mom going Tar Heels got this they're up by 24 points look at this and then we're eating and I'm like what is what and then watching the refs kind of take over the and i'm sure you probably got into that too that was driving me nuts um and uh so that game was really good um i mean i like saint peter's i love Mm -hmm. a good catholic school that uh yeah comes out of nowhere i like a good cinderella story though they're gonna probably get smoked um (laughs) i don't know so yeah i mean in terms of money i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with gonzaga
0: Okay. I like, I like that. You know, I, the thing about Carolina is I wasn't invested. You know me, I was ready for, I was so glad that they beat Duke the final home game that I said, nothing matters in the tournament. And then you mess around, beat Marquette handily. And then you come around and started handling, handling Baylor. You want to talk about me being invested now. Now I'm like, well, damn, you might as well win the whole thing. If we're going to be in 2016, (laughs) you might as well win the whole thing.
1: Yeah, exactly. you know
0: me like we're gonna be here let's go ahead and do it let's get all the and caboodle but i love the fact that the men and women are still dancing so just excited to see some good basketball yet again but like i said football is near we got to get ready for the draft so always a pleasure to have you aj to give us some further insight can you please remind these folks of where they can find you follow your work
1: uh, so we got we jumped off the wide receiver talk before i i gave you my plugs okay um, this year is a bad year for ACC wide receivers, but look out for next year. You're okay. gonna have Zay Flowers, Jordan Addison, At Perry, um, and, and I'm sure I'm missing a few others, but like three guys right there that could yeah. be probably first couple rounds for the for the ACC. Zay Flowers could be a first round draft pick, and I'm not I'm not sleeping on Jordan Addison either. I think both of those yeah. kids are really good. So you, yeah. this might be a down year in terms of the wide receiver draft pool, but watch for those guys. Anyways, you can find me on uh aj black on bcbulletin.com is where i'm the editor and publisher i'm also the host of locked on boston college where i talk about boston college sports five days a week I'm the only guy in the, in the industry that does this so check it out i'll be talking all about the draft i have recruiting talk all sorts of good stuff so check that out i'm on anywhere you find podcasts and on YouTube.
0: No doubt about it. Guys, make sure you come back tomorrow as we'll talk with Tyler Aki about some really fun games heading into the March Madness Suite 16. You got Duke, you got Carolina, you've got Miami still dancing. We'll discuss that here for Candace Cooper and A.J. Black. Until next time.